Welcome to the 12th House Podcast. My name is Michelle Pelazon. I'm the founder and head witch in charge of holisticism. And I'm so excited that you're here and kind of scared, but it's good. If you're listening to this, that means that the podcast is out and on the internet. And that is truly a miracle. Shout out to the amazing holisticism team for getting it done. Because we've been sitting on this idea for the last year. The idea of a podcast called The Twelfth House, where we talk about things that go unseen. And that was sort of the idea that that we've been sitting on and letting percolate and sort of rolling around in our minds for the last 12 months. And now it's finally happening. But before I dive into what you can expect from this podcast and a little more about holisticism and me, if we haven't met, hi. If we have met, also, hi. I wanted to show you. Well, I can't show you, but I wanted to let you know that I pulled two cards before recording this because I am a spooky bitch, obviously. And also I get stage fright. I make this joke a lot, but I majored in dance and was a professional dancer for a reason. I do not like speaking in front of people. I thought I could get away with expressing myself through the art of movement for the rest of my life. The universe had other plans because here we are, but I get very nervous before I talk in front of large groups or before I teach or I'm right now just talking on a microphone in my kitchen very early in the morning, but I'm still a little bit nervous. I'm kind of sweaty. So I pull cards because they help reground me and tell me that to stop being such a <laughs> such a self-centered person um, and that it's not about you, Pelazon. And because they have a really great message most of the time that I wouldn't be able to predict. So I'm using the Archetypes deck by Kim Kranz. It's awesome. It's awesome. It is so good. We love the archetypes here at Holisticism. You're going to learn more about that, but I just really, really enjoy this deck. And I pulled two cards. The first one I pulled was the mountain. And then I pulled my hint card at the bottom of the deck, which is something that we do in Terra de Marseille, which is what I'm practiced in. And it's the forest. And I love these two archetypal places. And the definition or the example that was given in the guidebook that goes with this deck for the mountain is, you know, both of these and the the mountain and the forest, there's more to both these places than we might realize. You know, the mountain, if you are focusing on trying to like ascend and get to the top, right? That's kind of like not the point of the mountain as that's like typical white dude thing. Like, oh, tall thing. Let me climb, get to top. And that's not the point, right? We don't want to like conquer. We're not here to conquer. Actually, the card points out, you know, when we go inside, when we burrow into the mountain, when we follow the caves and the, the natural beauty of things, usually we find the gold. We find the gemstones on the inside. We find the real treasure when we go in. And I love that idea of like, we're not just climbing the top. Although if you do subscribe to this podcast, it will help our rankings go up. And I would really appreciate that. But you know, that's neither here nor there. And then in the forest, what a magical place. If you think about all the stories and books and movies and maybe fairy tales where the forest plays a key role, it's its own character, right? And the forest is interesting because we can get lost, right? In the forest really easily, but we can also find ourselves Often when we're out in nature, we find these moments of clarity, right? And the forest also represents deep listening. When you get into the forest, it's like phenomenally loud. (laughs) 
and it's disorienting in so many ways. Sounds are coming from all, all the places. You can't make out if it's your brain making these noises, your imagination, or if it's something else. There's so much magic in the forest. And also every time the sun comes up, like we see the light, we see the beauty of it. It's not scary. It's not unseen anymore. And I thought that those, both of these cards were so perfect for this podcast for inaugural episode. So I thought I'd tell you. Anyways, that's the archetypes deck and I'll link to it in the show notes. But let me tell you a little bit more about why we decided to make this podcast and what our intention is. So the 12th house in astrology is considered the realm of the unseen. And it's the last house in the wheel. The 12th house comes before the first house. It sits right next to the first house. And it's right before the sun comes up, right before the sun rises. That's why in your first house, that's called, that's where your rising sign is. So there's a lot in the shadows in the 12th house. There's a lot that's unseen and that's sort of lurking beneath the surface that's waiting to be uncovered or unveiled. And this is also the end of the cycle, right? It's the end of the wheel. And it's when things renew or be are about to start over. So this house represents death and endings. And it rules all things that don't have physical forms, things like dreams and secrets, emotions, intuition, psychic abilities, shadows, like I said, death, endings. But it's also, I don't know, I, I find it to be not scary, but warm because all of these things like remind us how little we do know and how much there is to explore and see. And our goal here with the 12th House podcast is to shine a light on the things that are unseen when it comes to our well-being. And there are so many contributing factors to our well-being. There's our actual physical well-being, our mental and spiritual well-being, how we operate in the world, how we do our work, how we fulfill our purpose, how we stand up for ourselves and our communities. There's just so much there. And I'm so excited to talk about all those things and really pull back the veil on a lot of conversations that aren't had in the wellness space, hopefully cross our fingers. And to do that with joy and fun and thoughtfulness, duh, but also to just like not have a stick up our butt about it, you know, just like, let's shoot the shit. Let's talk about some things that are a little uncomfortable and, and go for it. Our main theme, though, with the 12th House podcast, when we sat down and thought, what do we want people to walk away with? What's the intention here? We really wanted people to walk away with feeling empowered with their own intuition, with tools or ideas or new information that helps you make the best decisions for yourself when it comes to your well-being and how you walk in the world. And so we'll do that by talking to really interesting people and not just like no shade on interview podcasts, but I don't like them. So they, so this won't just be a straight up interview podcast, but talking to interesting people, brainstorming with them, workshopping ideas with them, giving you solo episodes that can help you dive into your intuition and dive into your business, into your work, into your purpose. And then podcasts and episodes with this holisticism team. So you can see a little bit behind the scenes of how we do our work and we'll pull back the veil there. This is a space for intuitive innovators, a space where people who are excited and willing to broaden and expand their perspectives are welcome. And I want to encourage you to take anything that you hear on this podcast and run with it, whether it's a new business idea, whether it's a mystical, magical tool, whether it's a practice or just some spark. So I invite you to do that. And 
I just want to say wellness can kind of be up its own ass sometimes. And we're going to do our best to make this enjoyable and fun and hopefully not be up its own ass because that's one of my biggest pet peeves. (laughs) And I think at holisticism in general, we do that pretty well. One of our tones is irreverent, much to the chagrin sometimes of my partner, but that's who we are. We can't help it, baby. We started holisticism. Well, I should say I started holisticism in 2017 as a platform to make wellness more accessible and inclusive and intersectional through things like resources and education and access, obviously, to wellness practitioners. I ended up actually building technical software to help wellness practitioners run the back ends of their business. Before I started holisticism, I worked in tech. Before that, I was a professional modern dancer, which are stories for another day. But I got into wellness because I was diagnosed with epilepsy when I was 17. Epilepsy is a seizure disorder. One in 10 people have seizures. It's pretty fucking wild, you guys. And I went to a million doctors and no one could tell what was wrong with me. And I was given a prescription that I was told I would take every day for the rest of my life until I maybe died in my sleep of a seizure, which was not like the dopest thing to hear when you're 17. (laughs) And that really ignited for me understanding and wanting to know more about well-being and health. And perhaps if I was a better student, I would have gone to medical school, but instead I went to dance school and I went to NYU and majored in dance there and became a professional dancer. And along my path, I happened to meet someone who knew a holistic wellness practitioner and had a thought that they could probably help me. And so I went and saw this person and after one session with them, I never had another seizure again. I was able to go off my medication and I've been seizure-free since. And that totally changed my life. And I also vividly remember walking out of that session and thinking how just extremely profoundly unfair it was that I was a cis white woman living in New York at the height of privilege. I could find this person through word of mouth because I knew the right people. And I had access to care that millions of people wouldn't have. And it makes me want to cry thinking about it. But that really got me curious at a young age about how to make this world more accessible. And as I obviously learned more, I realized just how inaccessible the wellness space is from a class perspective, from a race perspective, from every single level of every single intersection of oppression. Wellness has really been reserved for rich, heterosis white people, and it shouldn't be that way. So I started holisticism to combat that. And like I said, before I got off topic, I actually built software with the intention of helping wellness practitioners run the back ends of their business. Because they figured, well, if practitioners knew how to run businesses and they could do their stuff online, this was Wow, this was pre-pandemic, you guys, when Zoom was like the thing that people didn't want to do. I guess we still don't want to do Zoom, but I figured we could use telehealth to make wellness more accessible. We could cross the barriers of geography and we could lower costs for people. And so I built that technology and got a healthy number of practitioners on it. And I learned a lot. And I also learned that I didn't really want to run a technology company. (laughs) And so since then, we've pivoted a little bit, learned and grown. And holisticism is now this beautiful community of hundreds of thousands of people who are interested in making wellness more accessible and inclusive through providing education and resources on all things well-being. So you can pop over to our blog and follow our newsletter to get weekly updates about what's going on in the wellness space and to get introduced to new wellness practitioners. And if you are a wellness practitioner, you can learn from us about how to run your business more intuitively and how to do that well so that you can reach the people that 
you got to reach and heal the world, my guy. So that's what we do at the company. And that's our sort of North Star is this, what we're doing, helping to make this world more intersectional and more inclusive and more accessible and more available because we want to help everyone discover what well-being looks like to them. And in a lot of ways, that means deconstructing the definition of wellness as we've been given it today. It's not just green juices and smoothies and charcoal lattes and colonics. It's a lot more than that. Well-being and wellness is everything. It is the way that we interact with each other. It's our relationships. It's how we show up to our work. It's how we run our businesses. It's how we deal with money. It's how we vote. It's everything. It's also the, you know, the food we put in our bodies and how we exercise and our spirituality and our relationship to ourselves and our mental health. So wellness and well-being is not just one thing. And that's what I really want to talk about here on this podcast. I really want to go into how well-being is the goal, not wellness, right? And the distinction between those two words. So who am I? I kind of told you a little bit about me. (laughs) I'm Michelle. I'm the founder of Holisticism and I'm a projector in human design. I'm a Pisces sun, cancer rising, Scorpio moon in astrology. I'm an INFJ, which means I'm very shy. And I've been really lucky in my life that, well, first that I'm alive. (laughs) And that I have gotten to live many different lives. I got to be a professional modern dancer in New York. I got to be a celebrity nutritionist and trainer. I got to be a startup employee. And finally, I got to start my own company. And I'm sure that I'll evolve and change over time too. And I hope to continue to evolve and change. I currently live in Los Angeles with my partner and my dog. But, you know, we're thinking about moving. And holisticism is my joy and the community really at holisticism is where it's at. So I love my job. I love the team that I get to work with and I love the people that I get to talk to every day. And I'm constantly in awe of the amazing humans that have, you know, flown into my life and to the life of holisticism. So that's me, a little bit more about me. And I feel like that's everything. I hope that you know what to expect a little bit. I still want there to be an air of mystery and excitement to what you can expect from us at the 12th house. But we're going to have good, weird, clean fun with a couple of F-bombs here and there. But you can also expect things like practical advice for business and intuitive business and relationships and well-being, mystical and magical solutions we are no stranger to and happy to dive into with a wink and a healthy perspective of optimistic skepticism. And above all, I just want to deliver you the empowerment to trust your own intuition because intuition is just information and you get to choose what you want to do with information. So everything you hear on this podcast, everything you hear out in the world, everything that you take in from your intuition, whether you are super tapped into it or not, is just information and you have free will as to how you want to take that in and act on it or if you want to. And my goal for you is to feel so empowered and strong and true to yourself and to your choices that you never feel stuck on the fence, that you are able to make the choices and decisions that are right for you and that you do them with confidence and that you have all the tools that you need to make those decisions, even when they seem hard. Yeah, I think that's it. So interesting people, tough conversations and a healthy amount of intuitive business content, basically. (laughs) Okay, so that's it. I I think I'm going to end this now, but thank you for listening all the way through. If you 
rate, review, and subscribe. That's what all the YouTubers say. I just, I feel like it's repeated in my head. But really, if you subscribe to this podcast, it helps us get found by other people. And that means so much, especially in the beginning of a podcast's life. So if you could do that, I would be so grateful. And if you feel called to write a review or to rate this podcast, oh my God, you would be a fucking superstar. If you send me a screenshot of your review to my phone number, 818-699-9735, just text it to me. I'll send you a little surprise gift. So there you go. That's maybe a healthy incentive, (laughs) an ethical incentive. But thank you for listening and thank you for being here on this journey. I'm so excited to make this podcast for you and to explore this new world together. If you have ideas, again, about the podcast and what you want to hear and what you want to know more about, shoot me a text at 818-699-9735. Maybe you can send me two texts, one with your rating and one with your ideas. I would love that. And I do text back. So just a heads up. Yes, that is really my phone number. So shoot us a text with your ideas because this is just as much yours as it is ours. And we're co-creating this thing together. Okay. That's it. I'm going to go now, but I really appreciate you listening to this. And I'm so excited for this journey. And I can't wait for you to meet the Holisticism team. You're going to love them. So pop over to the next episode and I'll see you soon. See you on the internet. Bye.